Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, here we go. We knew there would be tough ones when Jake and I first met way back in the summer. Well, maybe there wouldn't be. Maybe Tennessee would just go undefeated and win everything. But likely tough ones, and this is uh, certainly one of those. So, Jacob, I appreciate you taking the time. Um, uh, First of all, after the South Carolina loss, I want to remind people to hit the like button, subscribe and share. Please hit that like button. But Jacob, how how are you feeling emotionally? Because that had to be a heck of a blow. Yeah. Um, again, I think that, you know, we talked about this a little bit, but just losses is a part of life, right? It's a part of the game. And um, you can't play the game without, you know, preparing yourself to lose, right? And so um, – Obviously, nobody wants it, and you ought to lose, hate losing more than you love winning, and that's what they always say. So just trying to trying to find some, some comfort in that, understanding, you know, kind of what we lost and kind of the significance of, of that loss in particular, um, just because, you know, it knocks us out of the, the contention for a lot of the things that we wanted for ourselves at the beginning of the season. But um, still being able to look at it and say, like, man, like, <clears throat> even with that loss, like, we still are having an amazing season and still have the best offense in the country, like, still have those opportunities to go out there and, and, and reach all these goals that we had for ourselves. And um, so just trying to focus on that, I guess, rather than, than what exactly happened on Saturday. Yeah. Sometimes Jacob teams just play out of their mind. And I want to remind you, the ball report is brought mm-hmm. to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden. Go to Bassey.com, man alive. It's worth the drive. Jacob, sometimes teams play out of their minds. And I thought, thought South Carolina uh, did that to some extent you're watching tape through the week how much different was the tape the the team you saw on saturday compared to what you saw through the week yeah that's um 
man, I think it's pretty, it'd be pretty obvious for anyone that if you're able to get hold of the tape, right? If you're able to go back and watch all the games that, that they approach this game with a different intensity, with a different level of, of, um, of, of preparedness, of awareness. And, you know, they played you know, at, a, at a good speed. They made a lot of plays. Their quarterback played well. And uh, wide receivers made a lot of plays on the perimeter. And, and, and they just seemed to always have it whenever they needed it, right? And, um, you know, the position that we're in now, uh, the, the things that we've done and, and, you know, the kind of the mark that we've made, you know, across the, the country, like we're going to get everybody's best, right? And I, I may have said this before, but, every team from now on that we face is going to treat this in the least um, conceited or the least uh, boastful way. Everyone is going to consider the Tennessee game as like the game to beat. You know what I mean? People are storming fields after beating us now. And that's not something that has been around this place in a very long time. So I think you can hang your hat on that, but you also have to to be aware that you got to come every single week ready to, to get everybody's best. And they might look a little different. They might be a little more juiced up. They might be faster, might be hitting harder, whatever. But um, just kind of as we grow, just adopting that role of like, yeah, everybody wants to beat us now. So we got to go defend it and take care of business. As far as um, leading up to the game, um, you know, there have been a lot of reports and stuff. You see it on Twitter. And I'm not going to ask you to specify, but – just as far as the team chemistry and the unity, how did you feel that was? How, how did you feel like that was heading into the South Carolina game? Yeah, nobody, um, my two cents on it, nobody knows what, what's going on inside of our program um, other than the people inside of it. And, you know, people find out things and people assume things. And, and um, you know, a lot of times you know, don't believe, they say, don't believe what you see on the internet, right? So there's, there's things that happen, whatever, but at the end of the day, it's, it's an understanding that, that we all have each other's back and that, you know, we're all on the same mission and, and, you know, we go through adversities you know, on the field, but also off the field. And, and like, truly we all, we all go to work every single day for each other. And that's something that I've appreciated about this team. And that's no different. Like whatever everyone's saying is just not the case about Saturday, Saturday, they came out, they whooped our butts. We weren't prepared we didn't play well enough to win that game Saturday as a team, as a unit, not as offense or defense or special teams, whatever, just as a whole. It's almost like I, I think at times we try to find reasons where, and we forget it's just a contest. It's, it's a contest. It's a game, man. Two people. Yeah. It's a game every weekend. And at the end of the day is anybody can win that game because everybody's got scholarships. Everybody's got, you know, practice. Everybody's got film. Everybody has nice facilities. Um, so at the end of the day, it's just a matter of who wants it more and who goes out there and, and executes the best. So what do you think of this team's psyche um, with with a loss, such a heartbreaking loss? And I do want to get to Hendon Hooker, and that was as heartbreaking as it gets. But what do you think of this team's psyche as a whole moving forward? Because Vanderbilt is suddenly a better team than we thought, and then you're going to have a ball game that's going to be out there. So – Mm-hmm. Uh, closing out the year, what do you think of this team's psyche right now? Yeah, um, I guess I'll start with that. Like, I, you don't really know until kind of you get back into the, the groove of practice. You know, today is, is more of a, you know, workouts and meetings and, and just kind of watching film and, and get an understanding of who we're going up next. But, you know, tomorrow we'll come out and see at practice tomorrow whether there's, you know, a lot of energy and whether people are, are focused and, and are locked into their assignments and, 
and are worried about the right things, right? And um, yeah, you mentioned Vanderbilt. Like Vanderbilt, uh, obviously, you know, hasn't had necessarily the season I'm sure they want, but has put together two pretty good games against, obviously, against Kentucky and Florida, able to beat both of them that are, are two pretty good teams in the SEC. And um, every year, I think that this game, you know, for both of us, but for them specifically, uh, means a lot. And they, they, they always have that target for us. And so now that's just heightened with the situation, right? They they feel like we're probably coming in there limping and we're, and we're bleeding from this last loss. And um, they feel like they might be able to take advantage because they're rolling and they've won two in a row and all this stuff. So, um, yeah, you'll just have to, again, you'll get their best. You'll get their best shot. And so we have to go in there and prepare and, and just get ready to, to handle their best shot. And I think we're good enough to do that for sure. What's the more significant loss? Hendon Hooker, the quarterback, or Hendon Hooker, the leader? Man, um, I think that's why I couldn't tell you, man. Like they're both they're both so impactful to to the team. And to me personally, he um, we roomed together, obviously, like in the hotel. I might have said that before, but uh, we roomed together in the hotels and and man, like just to see that, like the character and the person that he is, and um to see how he comes to work every single day, the same exact way, man, the same energy. He's always ready to, to, to lead, always ready to, you know, encourage guys. And, and he is the guy whenever things aren't going well or practice or whatever, he is the one that steps up that says, look, man, like it's all love, but like we got to go, like we got to get our stuff together, whatever it may be. And um, for someone that, that man does everything the right way um, and truly works hard and, and treats people the right way, it, it sucks that, uh, something like that, you know, happens to him specifically. And I think that you can kind of tell that that's how we all feel just by the way, you know, if you're watching the broadcast, you're watching the game, like like we're all – like no one wants to get off the field. We want to be there around him and, and with him, and, and the whole team was affected by by that loss, not even necessarily just because of his play. Like we, like Joe Milton will step in. Joe Milton will do a great job. Joe Milton will make plays, and, and he will be there. And Joe Milton will lead, too. Like, this has nothing to do with, with losing, you know, that spot or whatever. It's truly just um, because we all know who he is and we know how he is. And, man, it's really sad. But, uh, yeah, he'll, um, he's a smart guy, and, and he, he he trusts the Lord just as much as, as I think anybody else. So I think that he'll, he'll, he'll remain in a good headspace and he'll, um, he'll come back better than, better than he was. Yeah, a lot of those uh, – I... I think a lot of people don't know, but a, a lot of those sideline tests, they can they can tell you 90 to 95 percent how how serious it is. So did you guys have a feeling that it was pretty serious at that moment? It seemed like it. Yeah, I think if you've been around the game for long enough, you can kind of watch what happened and, and see the type of play and the, the injury and the way that he fell. And um, you pretty much know immediately, you know, what's going on and. Uh, you're kind of just waiting on the news from the medical staff to kind of confirm it. But, but yeah. Yeah. Had to be a blow. Well, our prayers and thoughts are with him and his family. And he's going to be very, very successful at life, no matter what that is. If it's the NFL, yeah. if it's coaching, whatever he decides to do. So we, we, we send you uh, prayers and thoughts and best wishes, if you don't mind passing them along. Um, let, let's let's talk about Joe Milton for for a moment. Um, here's the guy who has all the physical tools, won the starting job heading in, heading into last year and, um, injury sideline him. 
how is he different over the course of the last uh, 16 months or, or even longer, if you want to say two years yeah. since you, since you've known him? Yeah, I think just, um, I think we all, we all grow. Right. And this isn't necessarily like to say anything about Joe, because I wasn't necessarily the person, like I'm a different person now than I was then too, but Joe is, Joe is a much more selfless leader, a much more selfless teammate and just person in general since I've met him, right? And it, whenever he came in, it just, um, to me, seemed like he was there to ball. He was there to be the guy. He was there to do this, do that. And it's exactly what he did, right? He came in and he won the job and he started and, and then, you know, the injury and then Hendon taking over and just watching him become much more aware and much more um, – um, I guess concerned with the team's success and with the team and with, with, with Hendon being extremely successful, watching him handle that, or just as a man, like literally as a man and someone else is doing the thing that you would like to be doing. And the fact that you're able to stand beside him and support him harder than anybody, more than anybody um, just showed me a lot about, about him. And so I, I appreciate him for that reason. And also just like you said, like the physical attributes, like the man is talented, truly, truthfully, the most talented, like, quarterback player that I've ever been around, right? The way he's able to throw the ball, the way he's able to move, like, the throws he's able to make, I mean, you guys have seen it, like, he th the guy can throw the ball a mile, so, um, man, I just really hope that he's able to step up and just be super confident and, and know that we trust him and that we are behind him, and, um, yeah, he'll get the job done. Somebody said during SEC media days, and this was floating around, and I have my doubts, but I'm going to throw it out there. Somebody said he could throw the ball 100 yards with like a double hop. If, if he really, really tried. 100? I mean, I've heard of 65 and 75. I've heard of those yeah. numbers, but that's 100? Right. I, I promise you, I would not doubt it. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. But, I mean, dude, I'm watching him. Like this is that warm up at, at South Carolina this past weekend. He's standing on the the opposite forty five, right? And he's just kind of you know whatever, like a little hop, and then just throwing the ball into the end zone. Like there's a manager standing in the end zone, like just catching the ball, and like he just seems like he's just flicking it, down, just flicking it down there, and he's getting it all the way like into like five yards in the end zone. And you're just like, man, like why why are you doing this? How do you do this? <laughs> like this doesn't make any sense to me, but. Um, no, yeah, I think I wouldn't doubt it. I, I, after I'd have to see it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet against it. I, how's this touch? Because a lot of the times you're going to be, uh, the receiving end on some short passes and your, your fingers yeah. look pretty good. You don't, you don't need them cracked up. Yeah. I mean, we throw, you catch, we catch his ball every day. Like he, he, you don't really think about necessarily whatever, how hard he's throwing it, unless it's something like super, like there's obviously close quarter throws where, you know, there's some of those plays that we slip out in the flat and the quarterback's probably about 10 yards from us. And if he were to zip it at us, like it, that would be a problem. Like you wouldn't be able to catch you if you don't judge it. But <laughs> like he understands that, like he's a quarterback in the SEC. Like he knows that he, like the throws he has to make and different, you know, when I need to take a little bit off of it, when I need to kind of float it a little bit. And, and so, um, I don't know. I think I think he's developed in that way, and and obviously that's questions that people have whenever you get a guy with a lot of power. But um, yeah, no, I think he's fully prepared. 
Yep. Uh, it's uh, great talking with Jacob Warren of uh, the Vol Report brought to you by Vassie Lawn and Garden Man Alive. It's worth the ride. Vassie Lawn and Garden in Cleveland, Tennessee. Whether you're looking for industrial mowers or commercial mowers or residential mowers, they've got you taken care of. I'm about to go up there and buy a blower because all the leaves have fallen and we can't get up and down the driveway. So there you go. They've got the trimmers as well. Bassy Lawn and Garden, Man Alive, it's uh, worth the drive. So how has is, how is Vanderbilt turned their their season around? You've seen a little bit of them. What What are they doing that? is maybe not cause for concern, but certainly cause for you to take note of. Yeah, man, they play really hard. They they play hard and, and they seem to have rallied around just each other and um, like that coach and, and, and the buy-in. You know, there's a lot of things that, like I said, sometimes there's just games that don't go your way or, or maybe you get out talented or, or whatever it may be. It happens on every level to everybody. And, um, yeah, man, I think just the last two games, like they've truly just wanted it more and, and they've gone out there and been able to put a plan together that that they can be successful in. And you do that and you play really hard and, you know, get some things going your way and, you know, good things happen for you. So. We, were, we were talking before the season, or I'm sorry, before this recording session, if if we were talking before the season, and I to- told you that you're going into the Vanderbilt game uh, you're going to be nine and two, and one of those losses is to South Carolina, which means that one would be would be understandable. The Alabamas or the Georgias of the world that you guys are very close to, or if, or close to surpassing, or in, in one case have. If I told you you're, you're you're ten and one or nine and two going into the into the Vanderbilt game, that means a win over an Alabama or a Georgia. I mean, that, that mm-hmm. means something special. So are you able to look at that now, or is that something that takes some time after the South Carolina game to kind of settle in? Um, as far as, sorry, can you, can you repeat it? Yeah, that was a terrible question. But just as, that was a terrible question. When you look back, do you, do you yeah. sense the perspective of, I mean, you guys have had an incredible season, even yeah, if yeah. the goals that you had weren't reached out. Yeah. Pardon that yeah, terrible sure. question. No, you're good. You're good. Um, yeah, I think as you as you look back and that's kind of what um, – that's kind of what at least is helping me, like, not deal with, with this loss, but I guess um, just kind of put into perspective. We talk about perspective all the time and just understanding that, like, man, like, we would do anything for 10 wins. Well, we have nine wins right now, but we do anything for a potential 10 wins last year, two years ago, three years ago, every year that I've been here, it's been, you know, man, like only if we can get, get to that, I would love to go to the cotton bowl or the sugar bowl or one of those new year six bowls or, or whatever. Um, and then, you know, you, you, you take one loss, whatever to, to South Carolina. And it's like, now that kind of leaves that bad taste in your mouth and, you know, you can't do all this you know, go cultural playoff, whatever. But, but yeah, as you look back, you can't help but be, be proud and be happy of, of what we've been able to accomplish and understand the significance of, of, you know, what's going on here. And that's truly like a change in the, the mindset and, and the expectation of, of this program. So uh, just happy to be a part of it and, and, you know, play my role as I can, I guess. You guys have done a lot, man. You should, you should be very proud of that. I do have one last question on on Hendon because you guys are 
road roommates. Um, what was the first exchange when you when you knew that it was significant? What was the first exchange between you two like? Yeah, um, so obviously he's not very, uh, I don't know, like he's responsive, but he's not very whatever. You can't really talk to him much as, as this is going on, right? So it's more of just a, like, kind of like everybody else, like just walking up to him, like, like whatever, bro, like we love you, we behind you, like everything, just trying to be supportive in that moment. And then, um, you know, I'm not one to like necessarily ask about anything but but whatever but i mean you know i saw i saw him this morning at breakfast and it was just like 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 hey like good to see you just trying to just talk to him in a way that isn't like weird that doesn't make it seem like i'm thinking about his knee or thinking about his injury just kind of just treating him like normal because i know that's all he's probably been hearing about recently is man i hope you feel better i hope you get better i hope how, how are you feeling today like all this stuff and like I'm sure he doesn't hear that because at the same time, I wouldn't want to hear it. So uh, just trying to just be, be there for him and be a friend and just, just be normal, just be myself and treat him like he has always been treated around there. Always insightful. Jacob, I appreciate it. The ball report brought to you by Bassey lawn and garden and um, keep your chin up, man. You again, be very proud for, for what you guys have accomplished and will continue to accomplish. No, things didn't shake out, but, um, you're going to look back on this, uh, 10 years from now is one of the, one of the better years, I believe, um, at least football wise in your life. So, uh, be well, take care. And, uh, we certainly appreciate it, Jacob. Thank you. I appreciate you as well. He's Jacob Warren that the vol report is brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden. Man Alive is worth the drop. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.